welcome back to No One Asked. Um, I'm sorry that the last few weeks has been a bit all over the place with regards to episodes. I missed a week and then I did put out an episode last week, but I took it down because um, I talked about some stuff. I've been going through a little bit of personal stuff lately and I decided that like it might be good to talk about it, like, you know, be real on this podcast. Um, but it was a little bit too real. I didn't feel comfortable putting it out. Uh, it was a bit too personal. So for the few people who did get to listen to it, you're welcome. You got to know me a bit more. But um, I will talk about it eventually in a less invasive, personally invasive way <laughs> in a little while. But at the moment, we're going we're gonna to keep that to myself just for a bit. Um, because there was some stuff on it that I did like there was some stuff that I wanted to keep and then there was just other parts of it like I did cut out a lot I cut out a lot um but then there was just there was too much that I didn't want to put out after listening back to it and sitting on it for a while even after putting it out there so we took it down um but we're back now we're back we're ready to go um for anyone who did listen to the podcast or is wondering if I'm doing okay because I have missed a few weeks I'm doing good I'm happy out we're thriving kind of we're trying I'm trying to get into a new routine trying to make sure I'm exercising I want to do yoga um I'm trying to go a bit vegetarian yes getting all my college work done it's just getting used to a new routine you know I'm trying to do that. And then Mercury was in retrograde as well. There was all that stuff, but we're doing well. Um, highlight of the week. Let's start with that. Highlight of my week. Oh, my friend Caitlin. She um, is living in Italy at the minute and for her Erasmus. And I haven't seen her since end of summer. She moved over there like around September-ish. Um, and I haven't seen her since then. I haven't really talked to her properly. Like we haven't been able to FaceTime or anything just because we haven't had the time. And so you're like, oh, will we catch up? And I was like, oh, when am I going to talk to her? I don't have time. And I was like, Do you know what the perfect time to talk to her is? When I'm commuting home because I drive home. So I rang her when I was driving home. We had a great chat. We chatted for about two hours. And then I talked to her while I was having lunch and making my lunch. It was lovely. And I hadn't talked to her in ages. And I can't wait. I'm going over to see her soon during one of my reading weeks. And I'm really excited. That was a highlight of my week. I think tonight, tonight is going to be the highlight of my week. Hasn't even happened yet. It'll happen in about three hours. But I'm calling it already. I'm going to fire up with my friend Leah. I am buzzed. I'm so excited. I've never been to anything like this um and I can't wait I'm not a huge fan of horror movies not because of the jump scares okay I love a good jump scare I love to be scared not in the way of like I'm constantly terrified I think that's why I don't like horror movies um I don't like to constantly be terrified but I love the exhilaration of like you get a fright and then afterwards I'm laughing my ass off because that was so funny because obviously it's not real but you scared the absolute crap out of me and I screamed like it's hilarious I think it's so funny like me my mom growing up we have like a little corner in our hallway it's like a t-junction she used to always hide behind the wall there and jump out at us 
and I thought it was hilarious my sister hates it my dad hated it and so I grew up with that in my house like my mom just jumping out at us and my mom has had to stop doing it because I've taken on that trait like if I hear someone coming I'll duck in like instinctively I'll duck in and just go boom um I love doing it it's it's probably psychotic because <laughs> if I hear someone coming it's like some people might think oh that person's coming up the hall or I wonder who that is my first thought is where can I scare them or I'm gonna scare them or if I'm walking behind someone do you hear sometimes even if someone will know you're walking behind them but they're not expecting you to shout so I do it <laughs> it's that intrusive thought that you have that you know you shouldn't do but I do that one anyway because it's harmless it is harmless like they get a bit of a scare it's a bit of a laugh it's funny it's funny get over it <laughs> I think it's hilarious I love doing it um so I I'm really excited to go to this phobia. um but anyway like and I said it to my mom and she was like they see you hate horror films I hate horror films because for two reasons Either one, you're constantly terrified. You're sitting there like, what the fuck is going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's not like you're going through and you get a bit of a jump scare. Like, it's really funny. You're constantly anticipating to be scared. Like, if you're sitting down through a film, it could be at the very start of it where they're just saying the story. And you're anticipating to be scared. So you're constantly sitting there in a, in a state of nervousness. I don't like that. No, that's not good. But then also... Half of them are just bad movies. Like the storyline is just bad. It's just not a good storyline. Um, but yeah, so that's why horror films are bad. And this brings us on to our topic this week. So this week's topic. I went to the cinema last Sunday. For the first time, I haven't been to the cinema in so long like I used to go to the cinema maybe every second week I haven't been to the cinema in so long I think I've gone once since like they've reopened but I went last I went on Sunday and I went to see Deadly Cuts now I just said I'd go because like I wanted something to do with the weekend um I didn't want to be sitting in the house and then my parents are away on holidays so I was like with my sister I was like will we do something like me and you and she's like yeah so I was like we just go to cinema but there was nothing really I wanted to see. Like I wasn't too excited about seeing Deadly Cuts because I hadn't heard much about it. Um, I knew it was Irish. I was like, we go see it. She's like, yeah, we'll go see that. Um, I was more excited about just for the day out. So we went to the cinema anyway, sat down. This film is actually so good. If you haven't gone and seen it, I would really recommend going and seeing it. Like I was expecting to sit there and be bored halfway through and just going for the sake go and you know support Ireland but it was actually really good now the storyline is fairly predictable in the way I'm not going to do any spoilers but it's fairly predictable as in like it's a basic story basic movie arc yeah um you know what I mean if you look at movie arcs you would have seen this same one I'm not going to say what which one it is because that's a spoiler um <laughs> You would have seen this one in movies before. So when you see it, you'll know what's going to happen at the end. But you don't know the little intricacies in between, which is what makes it so good. Um, now, this is an Irish film. It's set in, like, 
supposed to be kind of a in Southside Dublin, basically in like a small town that's like, do you know what I mean? We all know those towns. It's like a, like a small one that no one knows, but unless you're living from there, it's like, why would you go there? It's Kip. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what all the people around there say. Um, it was written by Rachel Carey. Many of you know her. I had never really heard of her before. Um, she'd only apparently she'd only done one other film. She's only done one other film, and it's just a short film. So this is her like debut feature film, um, which is really good for her for this film because it's really really good, um, and it's a dark comedy, um, so I think that's I think that's why it suits Ireland because just the humor in it. But what's good about it is. It's so relatable. If you have seen it, you won't, you'll be like, what do you mean relatable? Um, obviously, there's parts in it that aren't relatable at all. It's a film. But like the way people talk to each other, like it's set in hairdressers. So you go in and when they're doing all their stuff, it's so like, ah, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I, that, my hairdresser would say that to me. Oh, I've had that exact conversation with someone. I've done that like it's that kind of thing and it's I think because it's set in Ireland and it's written by an Irish person and it's completely Irish like the whole team it's so easy to get it's so comforting to watch it's not like it's not like you're trying it's not like it's trying hard I feel like the humor in Irish films is a lot better than the humor in American films. Now, I'm not going to say other foreign films because I don't really watch that many other foreign films. I really should, but I don't. Um, my ma- I mainly consume American films, as we all do. But I feel like American films, they just... <sighs> their humour just isn't good. Like, for a comedy to be a good comedy from Hollywood standard, um, it's very hard. And like, I love comedy. It's probably one of my favorite genres, but it's so hard to get a good film from it because they try hard and they're crude and it's all about sex or bowel problems or just masses of cursing or nudity. And I, that's just not funny. Um, it's like, haha, that's funny. But it's not like, that's really clever. I'm actually going to roll over on the floor laughing funny. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying this film is that. But it's closer to that than um, American humor is. I feel like American humor is very slapstick. Do you get the joke? Do you get it? Like, look, there, here's the here's the joke on a silver platter for you. Now laugh. Like it's like they're at it's like, do you remember in those like shows that are always on? It's like those sitcoms and they have like the laugh sign so people laugh. Um that's what it's like. But then I feel like in Irish films and I know I'm going to say this because I am Irish so obviously I relate to the humor more but I feel like it is more universally relatable just because it isn't so forced like it's in natural conversational flow it's not like they're saying something and then randomly this joke will come in it goes in the conversation or it's in the tone of the voice or it's the way it's said or it's unexpected from someone and it's it's done really well and I think that's down to the writing as well um 
but I feel like Ireland just understands that riding process more and this brings I'm I'm going somewhere with this um Ireland just understands that riding process more and I'm really excited just from watching Deadly Cuts I'm really excited to see where the Irish film industry is going um now if you look back over if you like look back through years or whatever if you look back at Irish independent films they are amazing films like the amount of people who don't watch them is mental but then not even just film tv as well um like what's that normal people brilliant tv show brilliant tv show I it's not my favorite one but it's so well done I didn't like it cinematically but I loved the story of it but both of those came from Irish writers. Dairy Girls, like, doesn't have a massive cast before it started. Same with Normal People. was still amazing because of the writing. Like, they're relatable. Now, Dairy Girls is another comedy. And the jokes are the same. They flow in the conversation. And it's like, ha, 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 I get that because I'm Irish. But also, ha, 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 I get that because it's actually funny. But then when you look at stuff like Breakfast on Pluto or even the more conversational, emotional scenes in Dairy Girls or then normal people, the writing is just so well done. And then I was even thinking there recently, we all know Paul Meskel now and everyone loved normal people because of Paul Meskel and Daisy Williams, but they didn't know that before that. But now obviously there's a new um, Sally Rooney has a new sick, not sitcom series coming out conversations with friends and not everybody is like oh I'm so excited to see that because Paul Mescal is going to be in it because he's not if you look up the cast for conversations with friends I don't think I know a lot of people in it anyway like I didn't recognize a lot of names maybe that's just me being ignorant but I didn't recognize a lot of names yeah Joe Alwyn uh, Jemima Kirk I know that name Jemima Kirk Sasha Lane. Mm, Sasha Lane's been in a good few things. Jemima Kirk, I know that name. Oh yeah, she's been in she was in sex education. She was the principal in the second um series. Um she was also in Girls. Um and then Joe Alwyn. I don't think I know him. No, I don't know him. He's only been in one other movie. That's what I'm saying. It obviously has a bit of a bigger cast this year because it's its second series, so it has a bit more traction. But everyone's looking at it. Everyone was so excited before the cast even came out, not because of who's in it, but because Sally Rooney wrote it. We all know it's going to be amazing because Sally Rooney wrote it. Like, that's the thing. And the reason I am so excited about Irish film is because we have always been is because the writing is just so much better in Ireland we may not have the massive budgets we may not have the massive budgets and all the production teams and everything like that but we have like the main the main backbone of a film which is the story and that's why I think Irish film because everything else will come if we have the good story, you'll be able to get funding or you're able to make it yourself. Like I know I was talking to two girls that I used to go to college with and they're after writing a short film, producing it, directing it, 
made a short film out of their own pocket. That's a non-budget film. They've completely done it themselves and it's a dark comedy. And I know it's going to be good because they wrote it themselves and they are Irish. And then that's the thing. I just feel like Ireland's going to really go for the all because we're not following the norms of the American movies either. Like if you look at Irish TV and film and compare it to American TV and film, American TV and film really fits into a puzzle piece shape whereas Irish TV and film really just doesn't. It has its own thing. It's difficult to watch at times because you're kind of like, what, like, it cause it's so different because we are, oh my God, this is it. We, because we're so used to watching American films and we're like, this happens, this happens, this happens. It's a structure. It's a formula. And when you go and watch something different, it's probably the same with European films. Like I know there's a French film I love watching, Amelie. That one was difficult to watch at first as well. But it's probably the same, like, because it's not following the formula and it's different. It's difficult to watch at first. But when you first get into it, it's so good. Anyway, I'm sidetracked. The main point I'm trying to make, Irish film is so good because of its story. Why is our story so good? Because it's in our culture. And I feel like we have completely forgotten that. I don't know. It just, it hit me there after watching Deadly Cuts and talking to those two girls the other day storytelling has always been in the Irish culture we talk so much this podcast for one we are storytellers it's our oral history it has come down to generations like you go it's a it's literally a part of every single person's life you go to the pub there's always that owl lad in the corner telling a story someone asks you something like ah here let me tell you Irish people love to talk and we're so good at it. We're so descriptive. We're so good at just speaking. And I feel like people have forgotten that or I feel like through years, we're losing that a little bit and we can't afford to lose that because it's one of the most important things about us. And another amazing thing about Ireland is we have people from other cultures coming in. So we're not only telling our own stories, we're telling other people's stories. We get to learn about other cultures, other countries, other histories, and tell those stories with our talents. Our talents are amazing. And I feel like no one is looking at this enough. And maybe they are, and I'm just oblivious to it. But I am so excited about Irish film. And Delhi Cuts as well reminded me how excited I am about it and I feel like everyone else needs to get excited about it as well and this may have been a massive ramble because I didn't plan this this is probably one of the podcasts that I should have planned because I had so many different thoughts but it just shows how excited I am about it um so yes anyone wants to watch some really good Irish films if you look at the lighthouse cinema they have this online portal um what's it called I'll try and find what it's called now because over lockdown obviously you couldn't go to the lighthouse cinema um but they were still releasing Irish films all the time because obviously they had been pre-made or they were being made like people were still making films over the lockdown um which was amazing for our industry by the way but they have an online portal that they work with which is like an online streaming service to watch these Irish films that are being produced every all the time so say so you can't go to the cinema which is really unfortunate because you should just go to the cinema the cinema is amazing um 
Volta. Say you can't go to cinema. Look up Volta or you can get it on Instagram and go through the link there. V-O-L-T-A. It's an online Irish streaming service. And I used it during lockdown and it's brilliant. And you don't just get the Irish films, you get loads of films that are being put out by the Lighthouse. I don't know how up to date they are now because obviously they're back open. But it's a really good platform to use if you're looking for stuff and you can rent them or you can buy them. Um, and it also then puts money back into Irish independent films. So I think everyone should use that. That's all my thoughts I have for today. Um, obviously, I'm very excited about this. So you guys should share what you're thinking as well. Let me know. And I'll see you all next week. Love you.